What are some of your favorite books? Well, fiction. My favorite book of all time is The Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury. It's a science fiction book. He wrote it in like the 80s. Didn't he write something else? Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's yeah. Um, make sure the mic's are at least pointing at us. Testing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a collection of short stories. And the book has a framing device um, to sort of connect them all together. And the frame is there's this guy who works for the circus or the carnival or something, and he's covered in tattoos, mm. and he's called The Illustrated Man, the title of the book. Got it. Um, and at night, his tattoos move. They start to come to life, and each tattoo is a different story in the book. Mm-hmm. It's mm. super cool. Oh, that's sick. But it's super science future fiction, and he's kind of predicted a lot of the weird shit that's happened to the world since mm. then and it's really interesting to go back and see that somebody in the 80s was like i know what's coming here you go so i know that you're a well-read person right may, it, may, it depends on who you ask i'm sure I mean, but... at least from your job yeah <laughs> so job and also read. just previous discussions we've yeah, had I, I know that you read yeah. i do read a lot yeah. so uh why is that one of one one of your most favorite books? I just find it so compelling. It's easy to read, but it's so deep. Um, you can get so much from it. You can look at it so many different ways. Each story takes on a completely different angle or subject matter, and it's all just so interesting to me. I never get tired of it. I feel like that's also that's both like a really cool answer and also not answering the question. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could but that's that. okay. Yeah. If you don't want to really go yeah. deeper. I mean, well, I was like, yeah. give me an example of this guy's story. Like, what's the story? Well, right. yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the story you vibe? There's with? a lot of them. Uh, the very first story in the book is super cool. It's called the Velt, and uh, there's this family of four: so the parents and then two kids. Mm-hmm. And the parents have created this nursery for the kids, and it's basically like this virtual reality room. Mm where the kids have control over the room, and it, it it literally looks like they are wherever they think they are. And so they keep Whoa. imagining a, a jungle with tigers and stuff, and the friction between the kids and the parents keeps growing because the parents are just using this to basically babysit their kids, and their kids are like, we don't like you. <laughs> and so they keep imagining, <laughs> they keep imagining this uh, jungle scene, and it slowly becomes more and more intense and more realistic. And in the end, the tigers in the veldt come to life and kill the parents. I was going to say, yeah. the parents getting <laughs> it's, dead. It's super intense. It shows, oh like, God. all of the complexities of uh, nurturing your kids with technology. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, all I'm hearing as a dad is uh, <laughs> don't get virtual reality things for your kids. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, I don't totally. have, not playing on it, but <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I'm hearing. As yeah. I'm hearing this story. But I mean, this is way before virtual reality. <laughs> right, right, that's what's yeah. so cool about yeah. it. Yeah. We barely had the internet at that time. What an amazing imagination for the author. Yeah. To, the, before the technology even existed, to mm-hmm. imagine being able to look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think about, I mean, I recently, maybe last year, I listened to that book, Dune. Yeah, and, oh, so um, good. And I, it's because I watched the movie and I had to know what, what the ending was. Yeah. the movie like leaves you on a freaking They're coming movie. out with the next one. Yeah, I'm stoked. But still, it's reading the book is oh my God. the way to go. It was, yeah, the book was incredible, super yeah. long. Mm-hmm. I just listened to it when Raina, like when I put Raina to sleep. and um, But I was thinking to the point of how they think about that shit in the 80s. It's the same with that dude. I'm just like, how the hell is this in this guy's mind? Like, yeah. <laughs> Did we just transition to... 
one of your most favorite books? Well, I don't Did, know if it's my... I don't read a lot. Okay. I'm a horrible reader. I have to listen to things. <laughs> if you don't read a lot, that just means you have fewer to choose from that are your favorites. So. Oh, 100%. I'm not a reader. <laughs> I just read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I just listen a lot. <laughs> my, I, I just remember certain books because, yes, I haven't read a lot of them. Yeah. So, like, they're very impactful when I sit down and read it. I got you. Listening to them counts, lots. Yeah, it totally does. Because yeah. doing, like, listening to it was just... Mm. But if listening to it, it counts fully, yeah. is it one of your favorites? Oh, yeah, as far as, like, fiction, for sure. Anything, like... Yeah, I yeah. just love epics like that. Like, just huge fantasy epics. Because Lord of the Rings is the same. Oh, yeah, so yeah, cool. Just, like, I started listening to that book as well. So. What's, so the, cool. what's the draw? Uh, I just, I love, like superpowers and like magic and just oh, like I see. stuff that is definitely not real and like or that we can't do you know i can't shoot mm. ice out of my body or some shit yeah it's yeah. when it goes I, th- I feel like there's some movies or books that i go oh my god i feel like humans might be able to have a power mm. like that mm-hmm. dune feels like that yeah i'm like dune is, definitely is there something like about that. this is like real mm. not like this is literally happening right but feeling those things and having those dreams that can connect things and you're mm. like is that a thing you know mm. but like shooting ice out of my eyes i'm like i'm not like could we do that maybe <laughs> yeah. 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 like x-men like x-men movies i'm like no i can't do x-men yeah, although i will do it i mean yeah. it's fun yeah. whatever yeah. if it's on i'm gonna watch yeah, it yeah I'm, I'm not mad at wolverine <laughs> i like him no nah, i love yeah comics were a big thing too mm-hmm. i definitely remember reading comics what were your favorites x-men all day yeah i would just go to books a million mm-hmm. y'all had books a million yeah you ever have a books a million yeah yeah something like that no no i had all yeah that. yeah so i just it didn't exist in my childhood that was my uh, like, yeah book. as an adult i've lived yeah. where there's i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> when you were a young adult probably my age. at that time they yeah. still only there had books still... a thousand yeah <laughs> oh man oh man i just books a million i just heard Joe the Muggs. drum symbol right there yeah that was this <laughs> joe mugs uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Kimberly one time did a, a, a the most romantic scavenger hunt for me. Oh yeah, out of nowhere. That's what made it so cool. It was it was it wasn't for like a special holiday or mm. anniversary or something. Yeah. I just like came home one time and there was a, a I was beginning a scavenger hunt and we 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 don't do that stuff. Mm. Yeah, and it just was there, and it led me all around, and then. Uh, got these email updates and I'm going everywhere all around town and all around the house and everything finding th- ways clues and then I have to go in the guest bedroom and sit in the closet and close the door <laughs> and the guest bedroom this is a small home <laughs> with a very small closet right. so the closet was one person could sit in that closet mm. and the door closes and that's the whole closet as far as see- seating. <laughs> okay. I sit down and, and it says, sit in the closet. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so she couldn't have been in there is the reason I pointed yeah, out. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that it would change my prediction. Yeah, it right. wasn't it's like <laughs> sleeping bags. Every, it wasn't like that. I mean, that's totally what I was thinking was going to happen. Out. But when she said guest room closet, I knew it was, it was too small. I wonder if that was intentional. Like, yeah. I'm going to make sure to nice put him in the move. tiny closet. Totally. I sit Manage there. Manage expectations. And uh, pitch black, except then there's like a glow. And I look and she had used like glow in the dark paint. Oh, yeah. And it said, 
meet me at Joe Muggs. <laughs> cool. We had coffee at Joe Muggs. That's awesome. And every time Joe Muggs comes up, if we're on a road trip and yeah, we're in yeah. town and yeah. we see it, I'm like, meet me at Joe Muggs. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. That was a romantic move. That was really neat. Yeah, we had a little coffee date at Joe Muggs. Yeah. So books a million. Bam. I think I had a BAM card yeah. for one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. You got points. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm like, if I just get three more books, I get yeah. 50% off the next book after that. Yep. Yes. Head of the game with subscriptions. <laughs> what about if if it didn't get framed as Dune, mm. like I was pushing for? Is mm. there a book that comes to mind specifically, not just genre? I mean... Or a few, you know. I was just trying to think. What book would come to mind? Yeah. Oh, um, Jesus for President. That was Shane Claiborne. Claiborne. Yeah, yeah. It was a game changer book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just remember that being the first like theological book where I was like, boom, I understand the world way differently than I did. You have you read any Shane Claiborne? I'm not. Okay. I think that he's wild. Oh, I think that mm. you'd probably just be like agreeing with things that you've already thought through. Oh, hundred percent. If I yeah. had to guess. But for some people it was like I didn't know you were allowed to think like this. Yeah. As a Christian, gotcha. especially, or or, an, or or like an appreciator of Christianity, even if you're not a Christian. Yeah. It sort of represents like some people think that's a very good aspect of some of the Christianity, mm-hmm. and some people mm-hmm. think that's a very bad thing in Christianity, and that's a, there's kind of a there's kind of a line in the sand, I would say. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. Is that his yeah. most well-known book? Oh, I have no idea. That's the only book I ever read mm. by him. No, he had yeah. several before that. Yeah. It's hard to know which yeah. one. Because I think, yeah, I mean, he, like, I don't know if he still does, but he has, like, a community in um, Philadelphia. Hmm. You know, they make their own shoes and stuff like that. Oh, is he Amish? <laughs> <laughs> More like city version of Amish. Yeah, yeah, and takes care of the poor. And what like, would you call the city version of Amish? Um, I, I would say hippies. Hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, respect. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I like yeah. when I say hippie. Just in case anyone's upset at that one, mm-hmm. I don't mean dirty hippie negativity when I yeah, say the word hippie. Not at all. And I yeah. I know so many people that use the word hippie in a way that's disrespectful. Gotcha. It almost feels like the H word. Really? To around like it's mm. they say it. Like the hippies, the way they might say the N word around African Americans, mm. uh-huh. it's bad. It's like you're mm. racist and mm. you're anti hippie. That's yeah. interesting. It's a it's a thing in the South, especially. Yeah, because I think it represents. It's like a racial difference, and it represents most likely a difference in opinion of true our social structure. Mm-hmm. Our mm economy and the way that it works Mm. some of the laws that are put into place it's the white black people (laughs) yeah yeah it's the white black people and then i was like yeah hippies definitely it's the power that be Mm -hmm. they don't like black people and they don't like anyone really that comes in Mm -hmm. unless there's maybe some contribution but Mm -hmm. even then in moderation because this is our place that's the man that's the power i think and so they don't like hippies yeah i agree with it feels like i like hippies it feels like a generational thing though maybe i'm crazy but that feels like a word that's used more 
in a derogatory fashion with an older generation totally. than younger. Because I would never, if some anybody in my generation said the word hippie, I would guess 99.9% of the time it was a positive thing. Yeah, like they do yoga and eat vegan food. Yeah. And yeah. Wear That's kind of what I think. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. what I think. Yeah. But here's what I think is y'all hang out with cool people. That's yeah. <laughs> right? And yeah. I hang out with cool people. Yeah. But I'm drawing on my memory mm. of for a lot of years. Yeah. I it was my job right. to hang out with a good chunk of people mm. that weren't cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them weren't cool like that. <sighs> And so does that mean that they are the power at B? We'll never know. But that's I feel like that's the debate. Yeah. Are they the powers or are they just products of it too? Mm. I kind of lean more towards products of it too because I just know so yeah. many people who grew up and it's like, yeah. look, they're just trying their best. They're a product of their environment. Yeah. yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. Everybody's a product of their environment yeah. in some way. You really can't <laughs> yeah. control where you start. I mean, it's just no, not man. possible. It's true. Does it have to be mutually exclusive? Can you be the power of the bee and also be the product of the power of the bee? I guess it depends on if you're aware of it. Yeah. And then when you become aware of it, if you purposefully perpetuate it. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, if you grew up in privilege and then you use that privilege to keep your privilege. But then the question is, where's the line? Right. Because you could go like... I own a home in Boone mm-hmm. that belonged to an entire different people group that was here, that was here for a long time. They were removed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that, but I think it's wrong that that happened. And I hate that that happened and it shouldn't have happened. But it did happen. And I have a piece of paper that says this is my house. And I'm just trying my best. Right. Like, I'm not purposefully... I'm aware of it. Right. But I can't go back in time and change it. I mm. think it's good to say it out loud and say that it's wrong, especially mm-hmm. as the white man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, I don't think it's going to help. I think I'm not willing to give up my life to just say this now right. belongs to the native people here yeah. and I'm going to be homeless. I just yeah. don't like not that Dude, awesome. Ties <laughs> straight back to Shane Claiborne. Yes, it does. <laughs> because his whole thing was like, give up everything. Yes. Serve everyone. Yes. Don't have possessions. You don't need to like buy into the system. Right. It was like a total Christian hippie, you know, just, well, it's, <laughs> it's what, it's what the hip hop culture might mm. call they would refer to that, I think, as woke. Yeah. Because the entire hip-hop community mm-hmm. has always been woke. There are some people within that community mm-hmm. that are really woke, and they mm-hmm. commit their whole life to this mm-hmm. effort. Mm-hmm. They are activists. Mm-hmm. And the phrase is, woke will make you broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And that's where I drew the line with Shay Claypoint. It's like, yeah, I, I like the idea of... That's it, dude. I want to serve, but... I kind of grew up in this really privileged environment. That's pretty fantastic. So how do I? Um, yeah, that was one thing I remember really wrestling with when I was reading that. that. So just like, am difficult. I sp- am I supposed to give up all my earthly possessions and just go and serve someone in a community? Well, I mean, make no money. Well, really, if you think about it, that's a really healthy question to ask if you're a Christian. 
mm-hmm. right? How how far am I supposed to go with serving mm-hmm. people? Am I supposed mm-hmm. to give up everything, right? Or is it okay to still somehow take care of myself, but still lean towards serving people? Mm-hmm. If the world thought that that was the primary question of Christianity, this world would be a way better place. <laughs> Yeah. way better place if it's like you just yeah. ask anyone and yeah. any sampling anyone you want what do you think of christians would be like well i mean i'm not a christian and i'm not sure i believe some of that stuff mm-hmm. but uh they're awesome uh, we appreciate yeah. them they take care of us that's like yeah. that'd be amazing and yeah. i feel that vibe with shane claiborne yeah and his community there'd totally. be people that are like actually we're not going to become christians yeah. and shane would be like i was never that's trying to make good. you one anyway yeah i was just trying to feed you serve as fully as i thought I, my heart desired to go exactly. and led me here. Yeah. And I can't get there. Yeah. But I feel like, does that, is there like a break, a healthy breaking that happens inside of you? Mm. If you do it, it's gotta be right. There's gotta be something rewarding about it. Everything yeah. you'd give up and that would suck. Yeah. But then there'd be a reward and I'm imagining that reward. Yeah. And I still choose the, what I'm doing. Right. And, I don't feel bad about it. Mm. I used to feel bad about it. I don't think yeah, I feel bad about it. Yeah, I just don't even. Yeah. It's not a thing I have to feel <laughs> bad about right about now. This? I, I, I agree with you. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking Jesus about Jesus for president. That um, <laughs> even in Siddhartha, like, just, I, I'm dragging this out probably, but um, in that Siddhartha book, it uh, the la- our last chapter I remember reading was about him leaving this community of guys that give up everything yeah. and just their mm-hmm. whole thing is like to to suffer yeah and like yeah i suffer like the birds do because i can't eat like i can't find my food right now have you read you know? siddhartha yeah it's okay. been a long time okay. oh yeah. i mean i just i have not finished the book this is just yeah concept. i only <laughs> read it within the past like five years okay i wasn't even aware it existed until five years ago and it it I've read it multiple times it's and I give book. copies yeah. out. I need to reread it. I haven't read it. I think a lot of people time. read it early on in their lives and I missed that in school or whatever. Yeah, I had to read it in school. Me. Yeah, I didn't remember what grade. It just missed my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe I didn't pay attention. It's definitely like a, I can, at least what I'm getting from it already is it's like, yeah. the, I mean, the walk to enlightenment. Like, like what does it all mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just connecting with that they find enjoyment in giving everything and they can be committed to that idea mm-hmm. that I am suffering like everything is suffering and mm-hmm. that's how I can exist in the world. So I think Siddhartha is my favorite book, even mm-hmm. though, even though I could name, a, right. you know me, I talk, 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 talk. I could name, I could talk about a hundred books right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe tomorrow I'd pick a different favorite. Yeah. I'll just put that. But my favorite, <laughs> it float goes with this conversation, Siddhartha, because I so deeply identify with him mm-hmm. that I imagine where he goes and how he responds and that's how I would respond and he makes decisions like I would make decisions. And mm-hmm. that's it it's super cool to read something that's completely different culture. Yeah. With a faith tradition that I don't really understand. I ended up after the I read the book studying mm-hmm. some of those traditions because mm-hmm. I'd go deep dive on everything. Yeah. yeah. But I was like all these phrases and vocabulary words and mm-hmm. places and things, yeah, I studied gotta, all of it. You gotta figure out what those words but are. But before I studied it, I was in love with the book. Mm-hmm. I, I read the whole thing. I was like, I'll figure out what that is later. But mm-hmm. I'm in, in with this story. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's because of trying something for a while. Mm-hmm. It's a very Enneagram seven thing, I think. Mm-hmm. it's trying something for a while and going, I really, I, I like this. 
Mm-hmm. I want to try more things and I want to yeah. try to visit other places. Totally. Uh, but moving around to different places or trying different things and trying different ways of thinking. And I feel like a, in my soul or something, if I were to live this life over and over and if reincarnation was real, I mm-hmm. would be a continual renaissance man of going mm-hmm. like, no matter where I am and what's happening, I'm going to learn uh, so many things. I'm going to learn so many things, but not, I'm not like a, I'm going to pick one and I'm going to be this Mm. sort of, sort of the Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, I love knowing a lot about a lot of different things so that when I meet people, I might not have that much in common, but then if they bring up something, I'll have something really to say to them now because Mm -hmm. I've actually done a lot of looking into this. Yeah. And oh man, it makes me come alive. So then, yeah. like, be and then going into that world, mm. I think I I could live in a lot of places in the world and be happy. I think. Yeah. But I would probably eventually go, man. Like I, I'd go where your fam- family's from. I'd go some of the most amazing, picturesque forests with water mm-hmm. and some of the decisions that they make from a social perspective i just i would like i could live there yeah and i and i think what would happen is after a few years or it m- might not be a few it might be 10 yeah i'd go man barbados though would be just like, <laughs> so good yeah you know yeah. like sweat like default you're gonna sweat mm-hmm. you're gonna wear lighter clothes yeah people are gonna be like dancing around <laughs> and they're gonna be happy right. and like you're gonna think by the ocean shore and then if i lived in barbados it'd be like a few years later five ten years yeah. later i'd yeah. be like man i love this place but uh the southwest part of the united states calls <laughs> to me man mm-hmm. the 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 yeah. stars in the southwest are like something i've never seen in my right. life right and then I'd be like, dude, India, bring me India for like mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want to become like a permanent citizen. Yeah. Be- but it's just because it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I grew up here. It's just yeah. sort of the way it goes, I guess. You know? Yeah. Do you feel that way sometimes? You're like, you love that place, but you grew up in America. Well, India, I don't have like a like a homestead connection there. Um yeah, I mean, more. Uh, I lived in Nepal for a year, so I, I could see I could live there. I've done it. I could live there for sure. But Such that's more socially, yeah, not family. Yeah, family. Related. The only thing that makes me feel that way is Alabama, because my mom's whole family's still there. And so that's family. Yeah, more family so vibes. than terrain. I was talking terrain. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. terrain would. Never, and you're thinking family. Yeah, it would never take me to those places. Well, you know what? You know what's funny is. When I'm describing these places, mm-hmm. I'm sort of, Kimberly and I are very enmeshed in these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's healthy or not healthy, but we love a lot of the same stuff because yeah. we listen to each other. Mm-hmm. I think she, she'd she be more okay with some of the that part yeah. longer term than I might. Mm-hmm. But I think I could live with it because I like it too. And then, yeah. and then if it was like gravitated more towards beachy. I yeah. think she, I'd be more into it than her, but she could mm-hmm. learn to live with it because it's cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but man, I don't have any family connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mother's alive. 
Right. Shout out to mom. I know you're watching. <laughs> no, she's never. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this be the one. Yeah, this is the one. one. Yeah, I, I think she knows. She definitely knows right. that, that it exists because I just sometimes tell her things about my life. Right. Not everything, but it just seemed like I've had it for years. Right. It exists. And uh, and she's, it's usually something like, you're still doing that? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, it's just fun. Because I think she maybe sees it as like, isn't that what losers do? Or, or like, I thought it was a phase. Yeah, I thought it was a phase you're going through. Like, you're still doing that? It's like, <laughs> I think she thinks I'm trying to do something with it. I'm not trying to do with it. I don't know. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> but I don't have anywhere that's family home. Yeah. Nowhere, man. Mm-hmm. Where I grew up, my parents mm-hmm. moved from. Poof, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Born in L.A., we left early. Mm-hmm. Don't even know those people. Poof, that's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So wherever I live is where is where my home is. Yeah, you know, it's a weird feeling. I don't like the feeling. Yeah. Unless maybe I do like the feeling mm-hmm. because Siddhartha is my favorite book. <laughs> yeah. So what's up with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want maybe I'll, I should reread it for the first time. Maybe I could mm-hmm. reread it through the filter of. Uh, yeah, where you at? Was he ever wishing mm-hmm. he could find the permanent feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then what happened at the end? I don't know. You don't know yet. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna restart. You read it, and then I'll read it right after. <laughs> yes. And then let's compare notes. Yeah. And I'll read I'll read <laughs> yeah. it fast, so you don't have to wait a long time. Because yeah. I've yeah. read it before, and I can flow cool. through it faster, probably. Cool. Even though I don't read well. You'll have to wait a minute for me to finish it. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. I got to I got to read this. Yeah. That's a slow burn. <laughs> so I guess it's pretty thick. Yeah. That oh yeah, it's that... a slow burn too, my friend. Yeah, it, it looks is. like it. Yeah. You can't consume it too quick. I can't consume deep things quickly. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes in fiction form I can. Yeah. If it's just story. Mm. It reads like, different. It does. Yeah. You can yeah. just, you can flow. Okay, she's over by the table. It's fine. Mm, I don't right. need to memorize that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> picture moves. Exactly. The story yeah. is like a film. Yeah. yeah. It's like pushing you through it. And you want to keep going. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps going. The, yeah. the momentum takes you. It really does. Yeah. I feel like That's I have to so stop true. a lot more in nonfiction. Yeah. Because totally. I got to stop and think about it. I got to go reread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's so hard for me. And we're consuming of... so much of nonfiction content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I'm reading things all day. Like, I am emails too. Emails and like just, it's not a story. It's information. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, right. it's not like, it's information that you're consuming to learn. Mm-hmm. Not so much just to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a change. Big difference. Okay, okay. Let's go with the keep stay the flow. Let's talk about movies mm. because can we take a pause? Just a hundred seconds. Yeah. You have like door like doorbell music. I listen to a podcast and they put doorbell music whenever there needs to be a pause. No, that's a great <laughs> idea. All right, that's my idea. Uh, quote Ars blog. That's it. All right. So we're taking a break. We're taking a but break. I'm not going to press stop. Correct. And we'll keep going with the movie thing. Yeah. Right and the funniest part about it is this might be in the podcast. What? I just because who cares? Because people can know we're taking a break. Are you doing the ending one? Do you watch Jeopardy? Yeah, not as much as I used to. I used to really enjoy it, though. I bet you that's, like... I think that's what a lot of Jeopardy fans would say. Yeah. Like, they would say, I like it not as much as I used to. Or, I watch it not as much as I used to. Not or a I passionate like... fan. Yeah. yeah. Did you go through a phase of, like, a lot of Jeopardy? 
I I feel like I still go through phases of that. Like oh, every you're few Jeopardy, years, Jeopardy. I like I'll get really into it. Haley, you would be, you should go <laughs> on Jeopardy. I feel, I don't think I would do very well. I have yeah. very niche knowledge. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't have like general trivia knowledge. I go to trivia all the time. That's something that you me and my wife like to do. Oh, yeah, any yeah. anyone, I don't care. Oh. I like them all. But my wife and I like to go to trivia, knowing that we'll probably be last place. We just go because it's interesting. Do you and ever? It's fun. Do you ever come in above last place though? Oh yeah. Well, sometimes we're middle of the pack. We've won one time. I think what that means is you are underestimating your knowledge. Or we got really lucky that one really time. Really lucky once. There were just a whole bunch of drunk dudes. And at the then bar. everybody else was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did like, really good. A strategy. Yeah. You go and you go, okay, look at the quality of the drinks in front of them. Yeah. That's already going to tell us something. Threat? Yeah. Threat. Not worried about PPR, you. <laughs> PPR guys, probably not unless it's sports or rock and roll or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Beer. Light, you know. Just mm-hmm. the drinking of beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're drinking a martini, uh, let me think about it. You might be smart. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? If you drink a martini too often, you mm-hmm. might not know some of this popular culture trivia. That's true. I don't know popular culture trivia. Yeah, me neither. It's like the worst yeah. the worst area for me. I'm not. So maybe pop you would win. Time. <laughs> gone. I do not yeah. know anything that's going on in pop culture. What does that mean? What does pop culture mean? I mean, I guess I think like Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's a good example. You know, like what's yeah. happening with celebrities? Or the Kardashians. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know any of that. Yeah. Even major films. Like, yeah. I, I don't keep track of that yeah, stuff. Like the either. Oscars. Yeah, the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of that. I stuff. used to know so much about that. I think, you know, I think this is a streaming, a streaming issue. Mm. The way that's streaming possible. works. When, mm-hmm. I, when I grew up and things were just on. Yeah. They had a TV guide and it told you what was on and there were only 20 options, 13 options when I was really little, but like teenage, it was like 20, 30 options. And you go and you're like, Matlock, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I watched it because it was there. And, you know, it was all these shows that are just like, okay. Remember, only child. (laughs) Like, oh, the Oscars are on. Of course, that's one of a pick because yeah. it's interesting instead totally. of just some boring rerun of some show. And it always tells watch. you good movies to watch. That's true. Which I do enjoy about the yeah, Oscars. Because what people think some of the best yeah. movies weren't the <laughs> yeah. box. select group of people yeah. think it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> that steers society in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, yeah. Illuminati is, I think, what they're referred to. I'm just... uh, <laughs> so you're an only child. Are you an only child? No, no. I have an older sister. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about you? I have a younger brother. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. That's a being. crazy dynamic we got. Oldest, going on. youngest, only child. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. That's good. We We're, just need a middle child. We need a middle to yeah, yeah, bring it home. Child. I don't know. That's I told somebody weird. the other day. I was like, <laughs> they were like, you got. They were like, yeah, I'm one of four, and I was like, you're the middle. Or no, he's one of three, and I was like, you're the middle, aren't you? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, real middle vibes. Dude, <laughs> what's up with that? I know what you're talking. Ta- I know child. what you're talking about, but I didn't have one, so I yeah. don't know deeply what you're I talking about. I think it's about. like it's <laughs> yeah, like I have my, one of my cousins is the middle child, and it's just you know, it's, it's like a vibe. A vibe. It it's is. a vibe. They're not bad people. I love middle children. <laughs> I, some of my friends are middle children. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Yeah, we diverted on that one. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I want middle, middle children to have all the same rights as me. It's a vibe. Yes. They should be able to have health insurance. Yeah. 
<laughs> they should be able to own land and vote and everything. <laughs> Cheers to middle children. But you do have a vibe. <laughs> yeah. You do. But awesome yeah. energy. But guess what? They're watching. They're like, are you kidding me right now? You oldest and youngest <laughs> and only. You all have a vibe. Yeah. Young, <laughs> youngest. Youngest has sure. a vibe. Yeah. We uh, really have a good time. You're like right up there with middle children. Mm-hmm. Middle and youngest are like yeah. competing. Fighting, yeah. Yeah. And you have a good relationship with your brother? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 But you said not at one point, or at least neutral. Yeah, I feel like when we were younger, we weren't as close. So we went mm-hmm. through periods of closeness, but in general, we didn't get really close until uh, he came up to app. And we yeah. overlapped one semester. Did it feel like because you were finally adults? And I say that, you know, college students, it's it's right it's a great in between. Area. Especially <laughs> as our society kind of progresses, yeah. adolescence kind of keeps going. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's legally that's, an adult. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that played a role in it, uh, <clears throat> probably. What, what else? Was there more? I think just uh, actually being near each other again. Cause yeah. We're five years apart, so... Oh, that's a pretty good chunk. I left the house, like, 17. He was Mm -hmm. only 12. So that's that's a pretty decent chunk of time. Wow. Yeah, y'all kind of get to live your own lives. Yeah. (laughs) You have this... You're the teenager with a little brother, and then you both part, and then you're your own people for a while. Yeah. And then you come back around. But check it out, though. Oldest has a vibe. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Oh man, I, I won't deny that. Yeah. Do I fit the vibe? I don't know. What's it? What's your know. description of of an older child? Vibe? Uh, I think they generally uh, are really responsible. Are usually mm-hmm. uh, pretty organized. Yeah. Maybe bossy would be the negative term for oh, okay. mm-hmm. those older uh, yeah. older siblings. I think those are like the core traits. Usually uh, held to really high expectations. Yeah. Um, often overachievers. It's kind of the Dude, yeah. yeah. Totally. I, I would have said half of those words. Cool. Like <laughs> in agreement. That's how I would have described it. So everything has a vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh wait, hold up. Let's do me. Yeah. What's a only child only has child. a vibe. The only child has a vibe too. Am I yeah. supposed to say it? Yeah. 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 You should From sell your yeah, your own experience. Yeah. yeah so I, I can't. I'm not speaking on behalf of the concept of old only children. I'm yes. talking about my your experience. Okay. So that's yeah. different. Then you're not talking about the vibe. You're talking about your vibe. That's oh, all yes, I can give you sorry. at first, and yeah. then maybe we can go up to yeah. the vibe. Haley but talked about the vibe. I'm just gonna start vibe. with my vibe. <laughs> yeah. Because you know that's my personality. I was gonna say. And let's start. <laughs> let's start would. with that. Hold up. Let's start with that. That's how to describe it. Yeah. That is. That's example. a perfect this example. This is my vibe. vibe. Yeah. So like, uh, I don't have any <laughs> brothers or sisters influencing me. Yeah. yeah. My parents aren't even telling me what the world is. Mm-hmm. They're not telling me about religion or politics or uh, anything intellectual. Yeah. We're never talking about science. Mm-hmm. We're never talking about economics. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I'll put it this way. I grew up in a Wheel of Fortune house, not a Jeopardy house. Okay. I grew up in a, in a, like, where if, if maybe a movie was on, a rerun that was on TV, mm-hmm. that was an okay movie, I'm trying to think of something, um, 
Back to the Future or something like that. (laughs) Let's say we've already seen it in the theaters. Yeah. And it's already come out. I don't own it. But I watch it because it comes on TV a lot. We've Mm -hmm. seen it a few times. Mm -hmm. And that's, we see on the TV guide that that's on. And it's at the same time as the presidential address. We still watch Back (laughs) to the Future anyway because it's Back to the Future and we like it. The other stuff is boring. Yeah. Yeah. Why waste the time? So I didn't even know anything. Right. Mm. So then I just had to figure out my own vibe. Yeah. And so I figured it out. I figured Mm -hmm. it out through friendships. Mm -hmm. And usually that friendship was the main filter was, and this is sounding selfish, but I actually don't think it is. It was like, who else kind of has this vibe? Mm. Yeah. Because that's who I want to be my friends because Mm. I like my vibe. I'm me. Yeah. Mm. I want to be around other people that like their vibe and that I like their vibe and that they like my vibe. And so it's sort of like we understand each other. Yeah. Mm. And that's how I made my friends, man. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with like, I mean, there were baseball players Mm -hmm. because I was playing baseball. Some of them, we had the same vibe. Yeah. It wasn't because of baseball, except sometimes it was. Mm. I have a couple, I, my best friend growing up or in high, high school. Yeah. True friendship, but also baseball's the thing that got us. Like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, our true friendships based on the, the beauty of the game of baseball. 30 years later, we still regularly send each other uh, Instagram messages with baseball plays. I've sent you a yeah. couple, right? Yeah, they've been really cool. <laughs> That's cool. Just like the, if you love baseball and you see what just happened here, you appreciate what just happened here yeah. as a true baseball fan. Mm. You know, I yep. love that stuff. Yeah, it's cool. So I got my own vibe. I don't know what else to say except what's I always the, wanted a sister. What's the higher level vibe? Uh, higher level vibe is uh, only. Man, I don't even know. What um, is the vibe of the only child? Yeah. Weird. Mm. Yes. Bingo. Um, I've summed it up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's go. No, this is just part of it. I think. We yeah. Are, not. Uh, in it also yeah. there's there are some the overlap mm-hmm. of only child and children that are homeschooled. Mm-hmm. Ha- yep. There's some overlap yes, there. Totally. Yes. And the overlap maybe is lack of relationships. Lack of relationships with Sorry, their peers. That's what I yeah. would say. That's yeah. a, that's a, how to sum it up. Yeah. So I don't think I had that uh, mm-hmm. vibe. It, the weird part, there's no way I could ever know. Right. Because if someone, if the whole right. world thinks you're weird and you don't know that you're weird right. and you're special in some way, <laughs> yeah. you don't really ever know that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not going to worry about that one. Right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, but I will say I didn't, I don't have the vibe of like not being around people and not knowing people. I was right. always going to people. Yeah. I overcame the stereotype by just mm. leaving my own home mm. and, mo- and walking <laughs> right. towards where there were other people. But I yeah. think it's a basic, by the way, that's a basic understanding of how to know more people. Mm. and it's a lost art because it's so freaking obvious and they're like mm. i don't know how to meet people well, here's what you do you open the front door <laughs> and you go to where people are yeah. Yeah. i just told you how to meet Boom. people and yeah. i don't understand why people don't know that right yeah. but also some people have major social anxiety and they can't bring That's themselves true. to it and yeah. so i'm not judging it yeah right but i don't even understand how it doesn't make sense to people i mean it's yeah, just my yeah. ex- experience. your experience yeah uh, weird not around what was it again the phrase uh, not uh, around a not around relationships or i thought of it more like you didn't have it 
like that you don't have a sibling to work work out your issues right you can get a lot of socialization at home right and that is actually oh, meaningful because right. yeah. it gives meaning to your parents and you have someone to say like yeah me and my sister always talk about that like thank god we had each other <laughs> you know yeah. to so, figure this shit so out yo, yo kimberly and i talk about it like this with mm-hmm. each other because she's well, I, I shouldn't take say too much of her story in this mm-hmm. but like she's an only i mean the oldest mm-hmm. um but the only girl yeah and a lot of bad things mm-hmm. that would cause things to not have a close friendship with the brothers mm-hmm. yeah not on a deep level of mm-hmm. trust yeah mm-hmm. Still brothers, mm-hmm. still love, but not the deepest level of trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, so then Kimberly and I have—I think we ended up kind of filling that for each other, right. in addition to what you would normally think of as a as mm-hmm. a marriage, like a mm-hmm. love, like lovers, mm-hmm. and more than even just like friends. Yeah, but another level, right? That I, I could see if someone was t- to describe it, they could maybe say is not healthy, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it feels right to me. That's all mm-hmm. I can say because mm-hmm. it's not something that we intended on happening mm-hmm. and it's not, it hasn't like, um, it didn't start with that. Mm. Started with romance and desire for one another and then it, after that it led to uh, really getting to know one another more mm-hmm. and then that led, that leads to more closeness and then the, clo- yeah. and the closer we became, then realizing a, a need that was there from childhood that wasn't fulfilled mm. actually kind of makes sense mm-hmm. as long as it's not weird. Yeah. You know, I guess, right. I guess it could be weird. Everything I just said could lead to something weird, but I don't feel like it leads to anything weird. Mm. I'm just like, you're the sister I always wanted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think that's weird. I think I it's just awesome. about to say it's like, <laughs> yeah, not what and then you, she's what like, you were saying, you're the brother sense. I always wanted. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. I don't think that's weird. I think yeah. it's freaking romantic, to be yeah. honest. I think that's kind of what, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I hope that's what marriage is supposed to be, right? Is yeah. that you form all parts of of this, per- like your your person is everything to the other person, yeah, right? Man, you know, it's totally. like you cover all bases. Like you're the parent, you're the you're the wife, you're like, we're, we're, yeah. We're like raising each other, right? Because we're both figuring it, it out. It we're feels both that kids way. in the relationship, right? How long um, have you been married again? Two and a half years. Do you feel that? Like still trying to figure out? Uh, yes and no. I mean, we've been together for seven and a half years. Yeah, there we go. So uh, you had a good head start so, there yeah, before you made it legal. Yeah, it's been a long time. So I feel like we know each other very yeah, well. That's awesome. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. I specifically was drawn to somebody who's very different from me uh i think because i'm constantly learning new things about her even though i know her so well Mm -hmm. we've been together so long i could probably write the entire book on her better than anybody else could Mm -hmm. that's awesome um but i'm still learning new things about her all the time which is really fun and exciting so yeah yes and no yeah it's funny Mm -hmm. it's like when you started dating Mm -hmm. and like (laughs) <laughs> and like I knew you were dating, but you didn't officially tell me you were dating because right. <laughs> we were in that dance of a relationship, yes. and I was just like, "Well, that's her girlfriend." And then it was just like, "This is my friend," or, or nothing was said, or scaling. like, "Hi, this is yeah. yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool," you know. But yeah. it's like, "Is it? Did we? Are we gonna talk about?" It? Yeah. yeah. 
But I remember going like, huh, I wonder if that's Haley's type. Because I didn't know you were going to get married. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like, you get, you start to date, and especially in the role I was in, I was not going to like immediately be like, it's the one, because that puts a lot of pressure on a relationship from the pastor or whatever. So I wouldn't even, yeah, I never like asked anybody, well, how's this going with so and so? Mm Because like I, I did like one time like way early in Mm -hmm. my 20s when I asked, you know, somebody, and it was like, we, you didn't hear, man? Like, we're divorced. (laughs) Or like, you know, you know, and I'm just so, like, oh, it's like, it the heart. <laughs> yeah. said, I'm not asking this. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ask. So then I'm just like, how are you? Yeah. And then even if they're like together. Yeah. And I go, how are you? And then I go, and how are you? Right. Yeah. And it's, it's it, two reasons. One is I don't know the status of the relationship. I don't want to make it weird publicly. Sure. And also when it comes to uh, really any, any relationship, sometimes there's like a more dominant person. Oh, yeah. And they're the ones, yeah. they're like arm in arm. Yeah. And there's the talker. And then there's the other one that's just sort of waiting for the talker to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, because of who I'm married to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of something that happens in the situation. Yeah. There's another person here. And that person isn't being acknowledged. <laughs> they get overlooked a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they get overlooked a lot. And sometimes they truly don't even get acknowledged that they're there. Yeah. Because yeah. there's not even an introduction. Mm. And then they're just the other person standing there. <laughs> so then yeah. I go, and how have you been? You yeah. Mm. And sometimes they're like, fine. It was wonderful this morning. <laughs> and then they stop because right. probably social anxiety. or yeah. or Or they're just not that interested they just yeah. want to go to lunch and exactly i don't i, don't I ever, just not want to talk to yeah i never know the difference no. and i don't care because i don't right. it's whatever you want it to be yeah. yeah if if you just want to go to lunch then i want you to go to lunch and if you don't like I me understand. that's fine you don't like me and right. if you're just being polite because you're usually husband is the talker mm-hmm. it's not always but a lot of times but it's got a good it's got a lead i'll put it that way yeah it's a 60 yeah. 40 i would say mm. the yeah. men are winning the men are going to win Hmm. Right, but it's not all men. There's, yeah. there's some uh, who, really who wins in your relationship. Yeah, how's that going? Definitely yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I think Kaylee leans on me a lot in social situations, but mm-hmm. she does have a lot of social anxiety. Yeah, and uh, she's much more introverted than I am, and I consider myself right. an introvert. But um, in most cases, I can tell she leans on me mm-hmm. to be the one to engage, and so I have like another personality that comes out to try and work the room because mm-hmm. i know that i have to do that to make her feel more comfortable mm-hmm. is that a is that a version of ego What's is that? that what Haley just said mm. about i don't want to put where i can't say it like you said it oh how'd you say uh, there's like mm. another version of myself that comes out to kind of work the room because of her presence because i i know that she mm. will feel more comfortable if i will play that role right so mm-hmm. are you being yourself is how do you be yourself mm. when you're doing that? Yeah. Because sometimes I do that knowing uh, my children are there. Mm. Yeah. Or I happen to know that someone else is here that's never going to get attention. Mm-hmm. I've done it a million times, guys, in, mm-hmm. in like meetings. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I've ever even told people that mm-hmm. except Kimberly. Mm. But... I think because of my understanding of Kimberly being mm. overshadowed a lot yeah, mm. and having beautiful things to say, people are like talking, 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 and I'm talk, talk, talk. And sometimes I purposefully capture the room because yeah. talkers will just 
just if there's a space, they'll just go. Yeah. I know because I am one. Yeah. I've learned to go, oh, if I'm one of the talkers and I know how to capture the room, I'm going to capture the room for the people that don't know how to capture the room. Yeah. And I yeah. do it a lot, man. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things about myself. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try to capture awesome. that. Yeah. So I love, I love that, that, uh, that that's, well, I guess we'll never know if that's your type or if just one person is your type. You know, there's no way to really. Mm. Yeah. I unless would. you all always, uh, unless you always dated pretty brunettes with long hair, and then we can have a conversation. No, <laughs> I get it. Because <laughs> that might be your type. But. Yeah, no. But I think personality-wise, probably. Oh, okay. Because uh, I don't know. She's just so different from me in so many ways. Yeah. And I've always been very attracted to people, even mm-hmm. in friendships that are very different from me. Yeah. I feel like I just get more out of the relationship That's when so there's not cool, so much man. overlap. Mm-hmm. I think I more people need to board. hear that. Yeah. Because I think sometimes I've heard so many people say that that their relationship isn't good because they don't have a lot of stuff in common with each other. That's okay. And I think it's <laughs> healthy for people to yeah. sometimes to hear yeah. that there can be a healthy relationship mm-hmm. among people that don't have a whole lot in common. I'm in one of those. Yeah. We yeah. the deeper we go into our own hearts, the yeah. more we have in common. Yeah. But if yeah. if you're looking surface level, yeah. she doesn't really care how many rings LeBron gets, you know? <laughs> mm. She only cares to the level that I tell her about it and she's willing to listen. Right. Mm. And she will listen and she's very happy yeah. to let yeah. me talk about it, but she doesn't <laughs> yeah. care how many rings he gets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how Kaylee is when I talk about the Red Sox. I'm like, I can talk to you about the Red Sox and how they're doing all day long, what they're doing wrong with their pitching, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she'll listen. She'll go, okay. Yeah. Or I'll talk Have about you at chefs. least, okay, hold on though. Have you at least talked about the curse of the great Bambino? Have you explained this to her? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. All, all and she's basics. down, like she she locked in? I, I think so. She I mean, could She could sort of... If you told the story again, she would remember the details for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I would probably mm-hmm. have to tell it again, though, because it's not... Yeah, you it's know. not fresh in her mind. Yeah. yeah. We don't talk about it regularly. Just, but... <laughs> <laughs> come on. Bring come it up on. once a year and be like, on this day, <laughs> we talk about the Christian. Well, as you know, it's, it's Babe Ruth Day. I wonder if they have Babe Ruth Day at Fenway in honor of the curse being broken... Probably not. What was it, 2004? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching that stuff, man. That was was like the first World Series they won. Yeah, since since, like... Yeah, since he died. Oh, yeah. No, no, not since he died. Since he died... Since, Since he, he got traded. We need oh, to teach you about sorry. this then. Yeah. Yes. I don't know this. No, this is awesome. Oh, based, you do it. You're the Red no, Sox no, fan. No, no, you, like... you should do it. You have a better, you have a better presenter. No, no I don't. I have to hear Not on the, This is your yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. I, your I don't feel like I can do it justice. That's okay. Just tell the details. Yeah. This yeah. is what you are yeah. best at. Yeah. The gist of it. Yes. Babe Ruth, Thank arguably you. greatest baseball player of all time. Right. Depends on who you ask. Played for the Boston Red Sox. Right. New York Yankees are the rival team, yeah. fiercest rival rivalry in baseball, yeah. even to this day, mm-hmm. arguably. Um, and but a lot of people agree, even yeah, people most people, I think, yeah. Right. But I've heard yeah. some, I've heard some arguments, and I'll, I'll put it out there. There's some good arguments, yeah, in the sure. NL and stuff, but yep. whatever. But uh, anyway, Boston Red Sox trade Babe Ruth to the Yankees. He didn't, he wasn't jiving with that. Not a fan. Wow. Uh, and he basically cursed them and said, you know, 
you'll never win another World Series because you've done this. And sure enough, they didn't for a very, 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 very long time. And everybody wow. was like, maybe there was something Almost 100 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost 100 years. Very long time. And you made it to World Series, but you lost? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Oh, man. Uh, Sets by Buckner. Yeah. 1986. Yep. They were about to win the World Series so over the Mets. <laughs> uh-huh. One ground ball. Sorry. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Ground ball to the first baseman. Yeah. If the first baseman gets the ball, picks it up, and steps on first, the Red Sox win the World Series. It goes through his legs, and the guy scores, and then yeah. the Mets win that game. And then they go on to the next game, and Mets win. Mm-hmm. So oh, my God. It's, it's yeah, called, that stuff it's keeps Bill happening. Bill Buckner right. is his name. Yep. All right, so this went on for a great for deal. Forever. And yeah. then finally, in 2004, they finally actually won the World Series. And then actually have won a few since then. It's, so that it's considered breaking the curse yeah, because yeah. it finally happened. Right, right. Because people were starting to think there was something to it because yeah. it happened for it's so been long. It's a long time. Yeah, and it they've was always been the curse People died Bambino. before they ever got to see the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hardcore yeah. Red Sox fans yeah. didn't yeah. make it. Yeah. <laughs> Great, the greats came and they were the saviors that were going to bring in them yeah. and then none of them did it. Oh, yeah. my God. Even when they were amazing teams, they just oh, didn't yeah. pull it off. Yeah. Some of the best players ever yeah. right. played on the Red Sox in between that time period. Came so close, never happened. Wow. It's amazing, though. The curse of the great Bambino. Yeah. Why did you connect with the Red Sox? My dad was a big, right? yeah, my dad was yeah. a big Red Sox fan. Uh-huh. And then I really fell in love with all the history of it. And mm-hmm. uh, the ballpark has a lot of history the team has a lot of history some of the most interesting players have played for that team yeah so i just mm-hmm. really connected with it yeah i watch a lot of sports and baseball is just not one of them yeah what's your what's your go-to sport arsenal football club okay yeah more of a manchester united fan oh, but you know it's all, it's right. all right i'll excuse it <laughs> that's all good i still what? like you all right yeah i definitely root against you guys all I the time i definitely root against you guys <laughs> I love it.